you know, I I want to talk today about the 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 third the third the third candle. The first candle of Advent was a purple candle, and it stood for hope. The second candle was purple, and it stood for peace. And this week, the third week, would be another purple candle, and it stands for joy. And joy, what can I say about joy? Without joy, we we wouldn't be here right now. If serving Christ didn't give us joy, why are we here then if it doesn't give you joy? You're here for some other reason if you're not joyful that, that you're here in church praising the Lord. Uh, the, the Bible says so much about joy. In fact, the, one of the bigger scriptures is the for the joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, hard times, chips are down. It just whatever circumstances come our way, the trials, the, the sufferings, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, a, a co-worker said, you know, I, I, I can't even see you mad. I said, you know what? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, he goes, I can't see you getting to a place that you're mad. And I said, praise the Lord. And that's because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I said before that uh, tough times come, but there's a joy. There's something about joy that takes you, rises you above the occasion. Happiness is that takes us something to happen to, to make you happy but when you're joyful <laughs> man you got no money this week you know what it's cool i know i know i'm not gonna go down you know my confidence is too high my my expectations of god are too high my gosh a new life is what god has for us if, if you're still living in the old life that's your problem somebody Nehemiah 8. Ezra, the teacher of the law, stood on a high wooden platform built for the occasion. Hisham, Hashemalta, Zechariah, and Meshulam. Somebody? My God. The Levites? Uh oh. Bashua, Bami, Sherbia, Hamin, Akib, Shabbatai, Hadai, all these cats instructed the people of the law while the people were standing there. They read from the book of the law of God, making it clear and giving the meaning so that the people understood what was being read. Reuben is your pastor, reads the word, and he teaches it to, you, to you so you understand what is being read. Amen? Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, and teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have, not, who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Jesus, Jesus. The people were weeping. Why were the people weeping? Hearing the word of God? Because it was convicting them. That's why they were weeping. They were weeping for the sins they had committed against God. 
and hearing the word of God made them weak. I, I speak about that you must be broken before Christ can come and do something in your life. That's what these people were experiencing, church. Comes a time when the, the word of God convicts you so much that you can weep about it. Man, like, man, can't believe it. I was that bad. I can weep right now thinking about my sin and how a nutcase and chaotic I was against the Lord my God. These people were weeping. But Ezra said, Nehemiah said, go, go now. Now that you've heard the word, go now. Go go to Toppers and have some pizza. Go, 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 go have some tacos and some drinks now, somebody. Go, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. My God, that's good. He said, don't mourn or weep. Go and enjoy yourself, because that's your strength. To, to be a child of God, you know, you, you, you have to have a joy about the walk. Joy must bring you to the house of God. Amen? I mean, I know, I know, I know it does. I'm not, I'm not saying none of you are, are, are coming like that. But if you ever find yourself in that position in the morning, you better check yourself. <laughs> like, man, I'm, I'm not even feeling joyful to go to church right now. You better check yourself. Coming to the house of God in a joyful way is when you're going to receive something, somebody. You know, that's when the word of God's going to speak to you when you come joyfully to, to, to the Lord. Because God's not going to bless your sorrowful day, you know. I mean, he can lift you up, but he's not going to bless it the way he can bless you if you're joyfully, gratefully receiving his word. Amen. You know, Nehemiah was was telling them, don't weep and don't mourn. This is the word of God. Live it. This day is holy. But now go go enjoy some food and some drink. Man, I didn't say beer. Come on, some of you are all man, tequila. Some some choice meat, some food and some drinks. Amen. You know that that's good. I don't know about you guys, but. I read that, I said, amen, that sounds like church to me. Heard the word of God, now go eat. And amen. I think it's Psalm 37, 4, let's see. Yes. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Are you kidding me? There you go. For some of you that are asking God for something, take delight in the Lord. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. Man, that's self-explanatory. I can't even teach that because it says it. Delight yourself in the Lord. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. But that's an everyday thing, somebody. That's that's everyday waking up and, des- and, and delighting in God. Waking up saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, that when, when you're in love with God, you're thankful to God every day. Every day. You know, you're, you're, you're praising him, you're praying to him in the morning, you're waking up to him, and you're thinking, I, I, you know, church, I'm not saying every second of the day you should be thinking and praying, but I'm saying God should be in your heart and in your head sometimes in the day. My gosh, God crosses my mind probably hourly, delighting in God. You know, 
That's when the blessings start coming. I just read it. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. There was a time when I wanted to be married. I wanted a baby. And hello, got it. It works. God's word works if you work it. Uh-oh. That's AA. Delight in the Lord and give you the desire of your heart. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added. Yeah. And everything else will be added. That's a good scripture. That's just like that. Seek first the kingdom of God and get right with him. And then everything else will be added. Hello, ding, ding. Get right with God. Obey God. Live for God. Delight in God. Be grateful to God. Get to know God. And everything else will be added. My wife, my little girl came. I got three cars, a condo. I'm not boasting, you know. But my life got in 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 check. Man, I stand a blessed man, church. I I, I might not have the house with a picket fence and stuff, but I got what I need. I got what I need. And that's just due to my loving God. God's first in my life, church. That's what's gonna get you over, man. You know, I can only speak from my own experiences. Getting right with God is 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 one of the fundamental things to do. If you want the blessings of God, getting right with him, you know, that means no more sin, habitual sin. We sin, you know, I, I'm not perfect, but a habitual sin is something you, you keep on doing, knowing it's a sin. That's habitual sin. We get right with God when we start to know God because God is holy and an unholy person can't get to know God. You won't want to get to know God. Huh? Uh-oh. For some of you that might not know him, when you're not right with him, you don't want to be close to him. But when you're, when, when, when you hear the word of God and it hits you, like these people in, in Nehemiah's day, you know, they wept and they mourned because they knew they're not right with God. That's hard stuff, pastor. Yeah, I like it. That's the stuff that's that's the type of stuff that we need to hear to be directed to him. You know, if you're not getting convicted of what you're doing and it's wrong, there's something wrong. If I'm doing something and it's wrong and I'm and I don't feel nothing, then I'm probably not right with God. Cause I cannot do something I know that's wrong. Cause man, the conviction stands heavy. It stands heavy, man. You know, when Nehemiah told the people it's all right. You're hearing the word, you're weeping because of your sin. Good, go go enjoy yourself now. Go have some food and drink because the joy of the Lord is going to lift you up. Why is it going to lift you up? You should be joyful because you know, you know God speaking to you when you get convicted. That's him directly in touch with your heart. My God is touching my heart right now. Because I'm sinning against him. He's saying, come on, son. Come on, daughter. Don't don't live like that. Don't do that. You know, it's wrong. You're hurting me. That that's what conviction feels like. You 
Yeah, I mean, I, it, I, I could get choked up thinking of my old ways, man. You know, past sins and the way I was living, man. But there's joy, though, you know, because I've overcome that. I've overcome it, and now I'm, I'm, I'm where, where he's got the people. The joy of the Lord now is your strength, Ruben. Pick yourself up. Get yourself up. D dust yourself off, somebody. Let's get the dust off. You know, I told you guys the story of the donkey in the pit, right? The donkey in the well. A man had a donkey and it fell down a deep well. And he's a man. And he went to go get his neighbors and said, here, here's a shovel. Throw some dirt. Let's bury that thing. And they started burying it, trying to bury it. They kept hearing it and go, more, more. So they started pouring more dirt, more dirt on it, man. And then they didn't hear nothing. And the and the, the owner goes, he's getting peeked down while the guys are throwing dirt on. He goes, and he looked and he saw the donkey. The donkey was, the dirt was coming on, coming on him, on his head, and he was shaking it off and jumping up on top of the dirt. So he was rising, somebody. Shake it off, somebody. Shake the dirt off and rise up. He goes, man, this donkey too smart. Shook it off and rose up. He was rising up. Smart as a donkey, somebody. <laughs> or stubborn as one. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus. Peace and joy sort of go together. When you're at peace, there's a little joy in you. Because things are peaceful. Thank you, Jesus. When things are peaceful in my house, I'm like, man, thank you, Jesus. It's nice and quiet. You know, Maria's not... Honey, do no honeydew list, and 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 Sila's uh, busy in her room, and I'm in the living room. Yeah, thank you, Jesus, man, loving it, peaceful, peaceful, peace and joy they go together. When you're joyful, there's peace in your heart, peace and joy to go together. But uh, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. You know, Paul was telling the Philippians. It doesn't say what argument was going on, but he talks about, uh, I plead with Cintiq. You know, these people were arguing, Clement. There was an argument going on. We don't know what, but he said, rejoice. Rejoice always. I will say it again. Rejoice. There was some arguing going on, and he's telling these people, quit the arguing. Rejoice. Just rejoice. Some of y'all like to argue. Rejoice. I will say it again. Rejoice. You know, how come I got no peace? Because you want to argue. Rejoice. I'm telling you. I, I'm not even telling you. Paul's telling you. Rejoice. Always. I will say it again. Rejoice. You know, sometimes we got to shake it off. And you know what? The joy of the Lord is your strength, church. You don't have to be rattled. You don't have to be unpeaceful. Man, look at the good, somebody. 
the Bible says, it goes on in that chapter, it says, look at what everything, what's pretty, what's perfect, what's right, what's true, you know, beautiful, what's beautiful. Look at that. Quit looking at the bad, because we can get stuck on the bad. We can get stuck on how bad things are sometimes. And then there goes our joy, and there goes our peace, and we're rattled up, man. I've shared with the men, and I'll tell you women, that scripture, put your mind on these things. Think about these things. I tell the men, when, when temptation comes, attitudes and, and emotions rise, think about these things. Come on, somebody. Temptation. When temptation comes, I got to change my mind. I got to change my mind to my little girl, my, my woman, my marriage, my walk with God. I got to think about Jesus, somebody, because the devil wants to take me down. The devil's trying to take you down, church. They want to, he wants to take you down. And if he can get in your puny little brain, yeah, I said it. If he can get in your brain, you will go down. And there you are in your house, rattled up, no peace, no joy. All because you gave way. The Bible says, keep your mind on Jesus. Oh, man, let's go. Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, verse 2. He says, Fixing your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, somebody. Scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose faith, lose heart. Consider Jesus that went, got arrested, got put a crown of thorn on his heads. Man, you guys get, grab a thorn in, off a rose bush on your finger and you guys cry. Jesus got a crown of thorns put on his head. Then whipped and whooped. I mean, you saw his passion. He endured that for the joy set before him, for the joy knowing that I'm going to go be with my father after I get done with this. That's a man right there. My Jesus. My Jesus was a man. He's a man's man. That brings, that gets me choked up when I think about what Jesus went through. Fix your eyes on Jesus. For the joy set before him, he endured all that for you guys, for us. Go down to verse 4. It says, in your struggle against sin, you have not even resisted to the point of shedding blood. You're not even shedding blood. What are you crying about? We got to toughen up. Toughen up and be soldiers of Christ. Fix our eyes on Jesus so the devil don't have his way with us. And we follow into his into his little tricks and schemes. James 1, verse 2 and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face many kinds of trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. You know the producing, you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Why is my faith so, so, so weak? Because you're not testing it. Test Jesus. 
in some things. Test Jesus and see if he's, but you better be right with him if you're going to test him. Look, Jesus told his boys, I tell you, if you tell that mountain to move, it'll move. Right, wait, wait, Pastor, wait. If I tell, if I tell the mountain to move, it's going to move. You better have a reason why you want that mountain to move. <laughs> your faith has to be that. You know, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. If we're not testing our faith in nothing, church, you're not going to persevere. You're not, you're not going to have the strength to persevere. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Let's finish with uh, Romans 14. Romans 14, verse 17. I said peace and joy go together. And this scripture says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, being right with God, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's it, church. Wait, Pastor, wait, what are you saying? I'm saying Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye the kingdom of God and being right with him, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God. Is living in peace, in joy, and being right with God through the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God, church. Being at peace and being at joy in the Holy Spirit. That's it. That's that's being in the kingdom of God. When we're joyful, when we're at peace, and we're right with God. That that's how that's how to do this walk, you know? No, there's no other way. It says it. For the kingdom of God is this, not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's good stuff, church. Amen? Give God praise. <laughs>